my dear listeners, and welcome to My Little Globe. Now, before I get started with today's episode, I want to share something with you that I'm super excited about. My Little Globe has been listened to from 16 countries all over the globe already. And I couldn't be happier about this. I really thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Um, I think this is just awesome because this is what I wanted this podcast to be, international and uh, this is what it is finally and I am very, very happy. So that's that. Um, Let's get right into today's episode. Two weeks ago, I met a friend of mine. We went for late breakfast and we hadn't seen each other in quite a long time. I think it must have been mm, January or something. So, of course, I talked to her about my quarter life crisis and I was actually quite happy to hear that she is at a similar point in her life and she also feels like this is not at all what she expected life to be at uh, this age. So we talked about um, life and how it is treating us currently and that we both don't have any partners and that no family situation, as in like having kids, um, (laughs) is in sight. And then she said something super interesting. She went, you know, I just feel like It's so sad if I don't have kids because I would make such an amazing mom. And to me, this statement was so surprising because with me, it's kind of the opposite. Like whenever I think about having kids, I feel like I guess I wouldn't make such a great mom. Or maybe I don't guess it, but it's more like I am afraid not to make a good mom. Um... Basically, probably because I have an amazing mom, which of course is a blessing. I mean, I really love my mom. She's just great. And she has always been there for me. And she still is. Even though I am 24 now, she is always there for me. And she never gave me the feeling that um, she didn't have time for me or energy or anything like that. So she will probably listen to this. So mom, I love you. (laughs) Um, But however, uh, as great as this blessing is, it is also a burden when it comes to my own thinking of having kids. Because I feel like she set this standard so high that I don't know if I can actually reach those standards or meet those standards. Um, Because with me and my sister, my mom was always super understanding and patient. Now, if there's one thing I am lacking, it is definitely patience. And I think this is not a good thing when it comes to being a parent because parents have to be so amazingly patient because uh, kids can just be very demanding sometimes. And even with the daycare kids who come over during the week. Um, my mom is so patient when I am already freaking out. And uh, so this is, I think, one of the reasons why I am afraid um, of not being a good 
mother. Because even when my sister and me went through difficult ages, my mom was always super understanding or she at least she tried. She always tried to understand why we acted the way we did. And this is just an ability that I don't seem to have because when my sister was in puberty and <laughs> she will probably hate me for even mentioning this now. Um, so whatever, when she was in puberty, for me, it was very, very hard to deal with that. And my mom was always like, no, there must be a deeper reason to this. Okay, we have to understand her. She must have a problem or otherwise she wouldn't do those things. And I couldn't see things that way. I was just like, no, she's just showing unacceptable behavior. And <laughs> I couldn't have this understanding thing in me, um, even though I was the sister. So I was supposed to be there and to understand her. But I couldn't. And I think this is one big reason um, that makes me struggle with the thought of being a mom. Because I experienced um, it from the position of the sister. That is, of course, different to the mom's position. But already quite close. Because it's still family and you are related to that person and you love that person. And still, I wasn't patient and patient enough. I'm sorry. Um, so these things, you know, to notice these things about myself just made me think about whether I could make a good mom. And furthermore, lately I seem to attract those very annoying and difficult kids. I don't know. Anywhere I go, I just experience those kids um, that are super loud and super annoying and show ba bad behavior and just can't behave, basically. Uh, which is, at the end of the day, not their fault, but their parents' fault. But still, you know, um, they're completely out of control. And I seem to only see those <laughs> kids in the past few months and years, I think. Um, and whenever I experience family life of people with small kids, it's always pretty dysfunctional for my feeling. Okay, so when I experience that, I just feel like, okay, I can never have kids. Please anything but no kids um which is weird because for such a long time in my life um until just i don't know two years ago maybe i always wanted to have kids i was sure i was going to be a mom at some point not a very young one because i had other plans before but still i was sure that i would be a mom i think the fear of not uh, making a good mom comes from the fact that I saw a lot of parents who I thought were actually pretty much failing at parenting. Um, because before I always thought, you know, there was no such thing as bad moms or bad parents. But just lately, I feel like, okay, I see so many people who, um, I don't know, just take this parenting position so differently than my mom did because for my mom it was a huge dream it was her passion um it was kind of her vocation and maybe this is another reason why I feel like okay I'm in risk of not making a good mom because I have maybe other vocations or I just feel like my job is my vocation and I'm not sure whether I could feel the same passion about my kids or um, let's put it 
differently maybe if I can love them as unconditionally as I have been loved my whole life. Because as I have just discovered in the past few years, not every mom loves her kids as unconditionally as my mom does. And I think this just opened my eyes to the fact that this love um, doesn't come necessarily or naturally or always. Um, there's just people who don't feel that. And I tend to be quite self-focused. So I'm always focused on myself. And uh, this is not a good basis, I guess, for parenthood. So whenever I see how difficult kids can be, I'm like, I don't know if I could love my kids uh, in just that unconditional way. Because if they behave like that, um, it will certainly freak me out. And whenever I talk about this um, with my mom, she's like, no, that will just come, you know. It will be different with your own kids. You will love those and they won't get on your nerves like that. Stuff like that. And I feel like, well... She might be right, but what if she's not? Because having kids is just a decision you make once and then you can't change your mind anymore. Like, I can't give that kid back. Where to? In my family, we're always joking because my mom and my sister always told me that I would make a super strict mom. And I'm sure they are right. Because um, certain things I just, you know... For me, there must be limits and rules and <laughs> I would definitely be the one to set those. Um, and my sister always says, well, if you can't, you know, love your kids, I will take them. <laughs> of course, that's a joke, but it's just uh, to take that weight off my shoulders, I guess, because they see that this is really bothering me. The thought of, um, yeah, not being a good mom and... Um, I think that's a huge point of my quarter life crisis, actually, because it's just a decision that I will have to make sooner or later. Of course, not today and not tomorrow. And I should have a partner, too, who is not in sight yet. So there's no point in worrying so much about this. But sometimes we do worry about things um, that are not <laughs> so important in that moment, but we can't help uh, worrying about them. And this is what is happening to me with that um, parenthood issue, I guess. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I watched a movie called Instant Family. It's a US comedy about a couple who wants to adopt kids. Now, of course, the whole movie is about parenting and being good parents <laughs> and how difficult that is. But before adopting those kids, all the couples had to take a course with a test. And I sat there watching that movie and I thought, this is what I need. I need a course with a test that would just guarantee me to be a good parent, you know? A course where they just tell you how you do things. <laughs> I mean, we take tests for so much smaller things, right? A driver's license, every single subject at school. In my case, I audition for every job. So this is 
kind of like a test that I go through. And then for this huge thing, the, the, I think the biggest thing in life, there is no such thing as a test and everyone can just go for it. And I would just feel so much more comfortable if there was something to make sure that I will make a great mom. And uh, of course, this might sound ridiculous, but for me, it would just, I don't know, it would just comfort me. And I'm not talking about all these weird styles of raising your kids that there's nowadays, like all kinds of diets. There's also all kinds of um, styles to raise your kids. I'm not talking about that. It's, it's just the bigger picture, like the responsibility that you have. And I'm not talking about the responsibility that you have for your kid not to hurt him or herself. I am talking about the broader sense of responsibility um, because I never had any problem taking responsibility for my own actions or for something I had to do at work. But that's just different because if I make a decision for myself, I will suffer or enjoy the consequences. But in the case of kids, you make decisions for them and the ones who will definitely have to live with the consequences are them. So I'm talking about this kind of responsibility um, for someone else's life in, in general. Um, because if I don't give my kid the right options uh, when he or she is small, then they won't have all the possibilities when they are grown-ups. Um, if we, for example, just look at certain types of careers like musicians or um, any kind of sports, really. If you want to make that sport your profession, you will have to start super early at the age of four or five. Um, so it is a huge responsibility for a parent to find the right talent as soon as possible and support your kid, but not overdo it in terms of pushing your kid too much so uh, when they're 15, they accuse you of having taken their childhood from them. So I think this is a very, very difficult task to do. And all these things I am really worried about. And sometimes I feel like I'm super alone with this because everyone else is just going with the flow. They rely on, I don't know actually what they rely on. They rely on themselves maybe or their intuition or something like that, but I am somehow not able to do that. I'm not able to just go with the flow. I am an overthinker, I know that. But at this point, I just feel like with having kids, there's no such thing as overthinking because it's such a huge decision. And this dimension scares me and this is why I probably think about it so much. A thing that I noticed growing up was that um, many friends of mine or just people of my age um, had parents who, as soon as their kids grew up, were like, okay, now it's my turn again. And they would um, start putting themselves first again and not their kids anymore um, because their kids were grown-ups after all. Now, I just feel like this is not right um, somehow because I think 
that having a child is the decision to put yourself second for the rest of your life. Because just because your kids grow up, this doesn't mean that they stop being your kids. And I think I have this strong opinion because my mom is just like the complete opposite. No matter how old I am, she will always be there and put me first somehow. Um, But I think it's just an important issue that people um, fulfill um, most of their dreams before they have kids. So they don't feel like they missed out on something because it must be horrible as a child to have that feeling that you are the purpose why your mom or your dad missed out on something great in their youth. So I feel like once you decide to have kids, you must really feel like, okay, I did what I wanted to do for myself and now I am ready to put someone else first for the rest of my life. And uh, this, of course, is a huge decision, um, which some people don't seem to realize because they think, you know, as soon as my kid is a grown up, I can go back to normal. And uh, I just don't feel like it is like that or it should be like that. And uh, a few years back, I remember I had a walk with my mom and I was in a relationship back then with a guy who I thought I would marry and spend the rest of my life with. And... um, I was sure that we would have kids at some point. So I had this random talk with my mom and I was like, you know what, if it happened now um, that I got pregnant, I was not planning on getting pregnant. But still, you know, sometimes you talk about these things that could happen. I was like, I would totally be ready because I did so many things that I wanted to do. I really enjoyed um, being young. I went abroad. I partied a lot. I... Um, got to know different people, I learned languages, I got to know different cultures, I traveled a lot, I got involved with different kinds of guys. So I did it. I did everything that I thought I had to do before I got um, pregnant. And just now, many years later, I feel like I'm not there at all. Not because I didn't Um, enjoy my youth but more because of all these other reasons I told you in the last couple of minutes Um, so I feel like I had a weird reverse development going on in the past few years so let's wrap it up here this is it for today thanks for listening to all my quarter life crisis issues I let you in on those today big time I am wondering if I am alone with these things. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. And if I'm not, um, I am happy to have opened myself up to everyone out there who might be at the same point in their lives. And for everyone else, I hope um, this episode was at least amusing and you could maybe smile every once in a while. Now, I thank you so much for tuning in. I'm still quite new to this podcasting world. And this week, I figured out that apparently ratings and comments are super, super important. They seem to be a thing in the podcasting world. So to each and every one of you who is using an Apple device, please go ahead and rate this podcast or comment. Uh, It would mean the world to me and definitely help. As far as I know, unfortunately, there's no option to rate podcasts on Android phones, but you can still come and find me on Instagram. It's mylittleglobe underscore podcast or just subscribe on any major podcast platform. 
And now I wish you a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to have you again next week.